Well, well, well. I see it's uh, about that time. Time for our next episode of Rock State Tonight on Boot Boy Radio. Yes, sir. It seems to be. How's uh, how's things going for you, man? How was your week off? Um, it would have been a lot better if uh, Music Fest was actually going on, but, you know, I survived. It was nice not to have to work for a week. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, it's not like I, I dislike working. It's just I dislike the bureaucracy of uh, some of the stuff I have to deal with. Plus, you got the boomers. And uh, yes, yeah, yeah, it's always the boomers, Phil. It's always the boomers. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a pretty decent week. I didn't really do anything. I just kind of sat around, watched like Doctor Who, and listened to records, and drank some beer, drank some whiskey, and uh, got like Grubhub delivery. So it was your typical weekend all week long. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty nice. I, I needed a break. I've been going nonstop at work for like months, and. Uh, uh, we had people out because of like vacations and uh, COVID and all sorts of stuff. So like, like I haven't had like a day off outside of the weekend um, for months, and it was really, really nice not to have to wake up and work. I have to go back tomorrow, so it kind of like ruins the mood a little bit. But you know, it is what it is. So we kicked off today's show in our typical manner, a little bit of old school ska music by uh, Toots and Tells. I love Pressure Drop, man. Oh, absolutely. One of the, the best songs ever written. So, I guess we should uh, try out some more tunes here. Oh, yeah. I'm always down for more tunes. Well, uh, let's kick it off. We'll, we'll do a little bit more old school because uh, yeah. I love my old school stuff. I, I will admit without hesitation that when I first got into ska, I had no clue about the old school stuff. Like, I knew, like, the toasters and the specials and, like, you know, the two-tone era stuff and Mighty Mighty Boss Tones and a couple other bands. And, like, when I first time I heard the old school stuff, like, it just didn't resonate with me at that moment. Like, it, I, it, it took, like, it was like a fine wine, Phil. I had, I had to mature in order to appreciate it. I think that's normally the way it has to go. Because uh, yeah. if, if you are born into appreciation of original ska music you definitely come from better blood than i do well let's kick it off here i think we got some uh david ansel collins lined up a little bit of john holt silvertones uh looks like maybe dennis brown tune and Roy and yvonne so uh we'll be back with you all very soon ah! and the magnificent i'm back with the shack of a soul boss most tournament storming sound of soul Thank you. 
you in association with links property maintenance.co.uk www.scarandsoul.com for all things trojan from button down shirts to classic tees and knitwear monkey jackets harrington's and even parkers it has to be scarandsoul.com for the spirit of 69 and don't forget to mention boot boy radio
You're listening to Boot Boy Radio. Pride, style, and unity since 1969. That first set always seems to slip it. We start doing that old school stuff, man. I just fall into the rhythm and I don't want to turn it off. And, uh, are, are you saying we, we snuck an extra couple songs in there? I'm saying we were just jamming. All right. You know, speaking of jamming, I got to tell you what, my, my kids love to read, so we take them to the library. And, you know, the, the, the library near us has just finally reopened to some capacity. So we've been going down there like every two weeks. And uh, you can like pre-order or pre-check out books, like if you find something right, online. Yeah. Then they have like a small room you can go peruse if you uh, have like a mask and you sanitize your hands and put on gloves and take all the precautions. So uh, we were in there like a week, no, two, two, three weeks ago now, and they had a graphic novel uh, about Bob Marley. Oh, really? Nice. So I, I told my son, I said, oh, get that, you know, read it and learn some cool stuff about some cool music about a cool guy, you know? So he took it out and he read like a little bit of it, not much, because he doesn't really understand uh, Jamaica and what have you. Not that I'm an expert, but he understands even less than I do, especially when it yeah. comes to like Rastafarian stuff like that. So, but uh, so it came and went and we had to bring it back. And I was like, we're going to check that again because I want to read it. So I've been, yeah. I've been mowing it over now. So. It's been a definitely been a good read. I didn't realize that Bob Marley was uh, the son of a Jamaican woman and a white father. Oh yeah, no, I, had, I had no idea. I didn't even really consider it to be perfectly honest with you. Just it's Bob Marley, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I, I don't remember when I learned that. Um, it's been quite some time for me. Um, obviously, when I was a kid, I had no idea. I just knew Bob Marley was the guy who sang all the reggae songs. Right. Right. You know, like didn't know anything other than that. Didn't know he like he was dead probably right you know didn't know how he died didn't know anything about his story didn't know he's been sh- you know all sorts of stuff that like you'll find out later when you actually start learning about his life you know this guy had quite quite a fascinating life I even made a movie out of it like like a big budget like uh, um, like biopic like they did with Johnny Cash and like all these other like big time uh, you know legendary music people I mean yeah but how could you uh do a movie about Bob Marley and not like dirty up his name just on the premise of it making money. Well, I suspect that might be the reason why it hasn't been done because the family is not interested in having it done because they don't want to tarnish his legacy. Though, if you use Plex, like uh, online streaming service, there's a really cool documentary, if you will, about Bob Marley. Oh, is there? Yeah, it's like about an hour and a half long. We, we, my son and I just watched it maybe, uh, I don't know, a month and a half ago. So it's definitely worth checking out, though. But before we forget, let's uh, talk about what we were listening to there. We kick things off with the track Double Barrel by David Ansel Collins. Had uh, a little bit of John Holt doing Alibaba. One of my favorites, by the way. Yeah. John Holt, everything by John Holt is gold. Oh, yes. Uh, then we had the Silver Tones with Raindrops, Roy and Yvonne with Believe in Yourself, a little bit of Dennis Brown with Money in My Pocket, and we wrapped it up with Cheerio Baby, a classic tune by Eric Donaldson. Mm-hmm. Again, another track that I never used to give the proper credit to. I always thought it was UB40 song. Oh, yeah. You know what? The, what was that one? Oh, uh, Red Red Wine. Yeah. I remember the back was a hit, like, somewhere in the late 80s, mid mid late 80s. Red Red Wine was a big hit by UB40. And, like, I had no idea at the time. Right. A, what it was. And B, like, that, like, it was a cover of a cover. 
Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I had no idea. I, I really like the Tony Tribe version of Red Wed Wine, personally. Yeah, that's a good one for sure. Yeah. I, I, I like about any iteration of that song, so. I can, I can see that. Did you, uh... Did you uh, tune into that uh, Slacker show? I did. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I thought all the bands killed it. Absolutely. I was a little surprised that uh, that a couple of them were pre-recorded, but whatever. It was still good. So. Yeah, I get that. You know, like logistics and uh, and things like that. I understand. Like, you know, worried about having a lag or something. Um, but I thought every single band like did a really great set. Um, the Pie Tasters killed it. Pie Tasters killed it. I'm not gonna lie. I did fall asleep briefly during the pie tasters. Uh, you know, I was, you know, having a, a few drinks and it was hot out. I went inside because it was too hot and I, I laid down on the couch. I still had the show going, streaming, and like I kind of sort of dozed off, but in a way that like I kept hearing the music. Right. So don't ask me what songs were played for a certain pe- period, but like I heard it. It was just kind of like in that weird, like, summer nap kind of thing where like you're you're kind of awake but you're not and you're just kind of like vibing with the sounds you're hearing so you had a boozer nap i had a boozer nap yeah <laughs> i i missed the very tail end of the slackers because i was traveling home it happens slackers they, they they did a very good set a lot of it was um i would say the vast majority of their the stuff they played were off the first few albums because they were kind of tying it in with the record release of uh, Live Ernesto's. Right. And um, so they, they were kind of sticking to that. Yeah, they played some um, stuff I haven't heard in a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. I I, I dug it. Um, actually, just I just picked up that uh, Live Ernesto's uh, double LP from Pirates Press. Nice. And the new single. Yeah, the cool. new, new single is pretty good. Yeah. Did you get that? I've got the, it. The record or just uh, you just have it like uh, burned. Well, I have a digital copy. Yeah. So, but I, I the, uh, the the record, uh, one side has the two songs on a twelve inch, you know, right. And on the other side, it's like just like no no um, grooves or anything, nothing on it, but just the artwork. Nice. So it's really cool looking. Yeah. That's pretty unique. Yeah, I've seen a few other bands do that where like one side they'll put all the tunes on and the other side is just like artwork, um, you know, for singles. But this is the first time I saw a 12 inch single like that. Speaking of singles, I uh, got an order from Jump Up and I, I got uh, along with it. I ordered an album and then in there I got a 45 and it was a pretty unique 45, which I don't know if you got it as well, because I know they were sending it out with uh, the summer special, but it's like a dub version of uh, a Misfits tune and a dub version of a Clash tune. Yes, that's a crazy bald head. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I, at first I was listening to it and I realized, like, as I'm listening to it, I realized they had the original vocals right on both the tracks and they just dubbed up the instrumentals. Pretty rad. It was, it was, it was pretty pretty cool so yeah that, that was that's a crazy bald head seven inch yeah it says like in that like because that's like weird kind of like plain like label on it and yeah it just says cb dub something or other yeah yeah it's crazy bald head cb dub punk yeah that's pretty cool i didn't yeah i didn't know who it was but i i actually shazammed that's definitely the misfits yeah yeah and then uh and it didn't come up with anything other than misfits i was like huh that's really neat. So yeah, it, it took a little like you know calculating in my head to to like like decipher that CB stood for crazy bald head. Because hey. at first I was just looking at him like I have no idea what this is, but it's really rad. Crazy bald head does some pretty cool stuff too. So yeah, yeah, 
Go figure. Little, it. little offshoot of the slackers there, by the way. Yeah, I was gonna say it's the, the slackers. Everything that the slackers touch is pretty gold. So yeah. But uh, speaking of gold, maybe we should uh, fill up the pots and spin some more tunes. Oh yeah, that's what the people people don't want to hear us. They want to hear the tunes. So yeah. let's do this. Uh, coming up next is uh, one of your picks and two of mine, but they're uh, from the same region, Ecuador. And we can get into that when we come back. But uh, kicking things off, we got a track by Mr. T Bone. This is Sweet Child.
Listening to Boot Boy Radio, Pride, Style and Unity since 1969. Ska Invasion 24-7 around the clock worldwide. Boot Boy Radio. Well, that was another fat set, but it was definitely a good set. I enjoyed it tremendously. It was a good set. I, I was definitely a lot of good tunes on there. Yeah, we uh, we kicked it off with Mr. T Bone. Name of that track was Sweet Child. Did uh, that was of... new to me, by the way. With Mr. T Bone or that song? Uh, the whole thing. Yeah, never heard of Mr. T Bone in my entire life. Oh yeah, he's uh, I believe he's Italian. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Yeah, he's he's really good stuff. And of course, he's a trombone player. So <laughs> right, I, I, yeah. If he wasn't, I would figure he would just like really like steak. <laughs> Then uh, we had another band that was new to me, which was uh, Lost Barrel Shots. The first track was I'm Coming Home featuring <clears throat> featuring Lady Lex. And then uh second one was Soulful, and that was featuring Maria Katerina. And uh, yeah, I'd never heard of them. I was going through some tunes, and I come across them, and I was like, son of a gun. I, I literally just bought their album. Really? Yeah, from Jump Up, actually. I literally just bought uh, Los Barrel Shots and the next band uh, that was after them which was the Keto Ska Jazz. Yeah, that was a good song, too. That was, uh, what, Luca Brasi? Yes. Wasn't Luca Brasi a mobster? I'm pretty sure he was. Um, don't know. Can't. I know it sounds very familiar. He's either a real person or he's from uh, The Godfather, and I don't feel like Googling it right now, so it'll be a mystery for us. Right. But both of those bands are actually from Ecuador. Luca Brasi is a fictional character from the uh, 1969 novel The Godfather. So he was from The Godfather. I knew it was either either or. He was either a real mobster or from The Godfather. Uh, either <laughs> was case. he the conciliar? I don't know. I just read it. Okay. Yeah, so both those bands are from uh, South America, Quito, Ecuador. Quito is the capital of Ecuador. Um, they have, apparently, there's quite the ska scene going on right now down there. Uh, I was unaware of this. Uh, I, I'll have to call my family out who lives down there for not informing me that that music I love is being... Uh, popularized in uh, Quito. Yeah, it was pretty good stuff. The Lost Barrel Shots was pretty awesome. They're, they're like that sleeper band that that opened on a show, you know? It's... Right. Um, the album I'm listening, I, I got it, I listened to it today. I Literally, it just came today. And it, it was so, it's ironic that this was already on here. Uh, you threw those two tracks on. Um, they have an Agro Lights quality 
Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. And then um, the Keto Ska Jazz, they remind me of uh, Scatolites. Yeah. In that vein of like, you know, just kind of going for that cool. uh, jazz sound, which the Scatolites basically pioneered. But I don't know much else about those bands other than that. Um, I, I look forward to I actually have, I just got the Keto Ska Jazz uh, album album today too it was what i was listening to right before we started nice and then uh well after after those three tracks we had the pyrotechnist that was uh bye bye beach off the album dub rocketry that was of course uh, an album that i picked up through jump up They're okay pretty, pretty cool stuff i figured i didn't yeah, it was good I figured i didn't know much about dubs so i figured i'd start listening to a little bit more of it and then we close it out with the uh updated version of blam blam fever by the specials Yes, that was off their last album, Encore. I like that version. Yeah, me too. Actually, it's a really good album, by the way. Like, if you haven't picked up Encore yet, it's really good. It starts off with like kind of like, like a weird disco type track. That was the BLM song, right? Yeah, and then like if you um, get past the weird disco type track, I actually like that disco type track. Right, I liked it too. But like if you're expecting the ska, it's kind of jarring, right? Um, but like after that, everything is just solid, like ska after that pretty much like you know so there's like one track that might like set you back and alarm you uh ironically um bad manners did that on one of their albums really yeah i'm trying to remember which one it was um but it started with a very disco type dance track and after that it went straight into um like the standard bad manners style stuff um, i can't place the name of the album right now off the top of my head i'll have to take a look it, it would just be great to see buster blood vessel doing the boogie down with the disco stuff yeah uh, i sometimes i think bands do that just to see who will like stick through and get to the good stuff well i mean if you're a fan you're a fan so right you would think but some people like will immediately like just go off the rails if it's something they're not familiar with so what do you say we uh place more ska music yeah and when we come back, maybe we'll talk about a um, a reggae or a ska band that you feel like has uh, strayed too far from the path for you. I'd be uh, curious to hear your thoughts. I have my own thoughts. Yeah, there's probably a couple few. I'll have to dwell on this while we uh, play the set yeah. through. Give you something to think about while we listen to some tunes. Yeah, I guess coming up this time around is uh, we're going to do some higher notes. Jim Merple Memorial, uh, Rude Boy George with it. Awesome, awesome song. Couple tracks by Beta 7, and we're going to kick it off with Manchester doing a little bit of Elvis. Love Me Tender.
Radio brought to you in association with Links Property Maintenance. Co.uk. www.scarandsoul.com for all things Trojan, from button-down shirts to classic tees and knitwear, monkey jackets, Harrington's, and even Parkers. It has to be Scarandsoul.com for the spirit of '69. And don't forget to mention Boot Boy Radio. That was a fun and good set. And uh, I don't know, it's kind of abruptly bringing us to an end because I see we're uh, right about the one and a half hour mark, which really pains me. I hate it when that happens. Oh, yeah. I can't hear you again, though. That set of tunes kicked off with Manchester featuring Sergio Pangaro. And uh, that was, of course, Love Me Tender, made famous by none other than... Elvis. I was never much of an Elvis fan, but I do like that song. I like Elvis well enough. I'm not a fan. I don't actually own a single thing by Elvis, um, but if I hear it, I'm not going to turn it off. Nah. Uh, I prefer him to Elvis Costello. Really? Yeah, I don't like Elvis Costello. I don't dislike Elvis Costello, but he's kind of like Elvis Presley. I don't own anything, but I won't necessarily turn it off. I have uh, 
his first album just because I was able to buy it for a quarter at a garage sale. Uh, and it's not terrible. I just, yeah, yeah, there's a lot about him that just rubs me wrong for some reason. I think he's a great producer. Um, I'm not super into his music. Yeah, that's all right. Can't yeah. like everything all the time, right? Exactly. But after that, we had the higher notes with Dusk Till Dawn, another track by Jim Murple Memorial. I've really been into them guys. I've just recently come across them, and I'm digging them a lot. The name of that song was Come What May. And then we had uh, Rude Boy George, who's local to us. They were uh, covering Tainted Love. I love that track. Yeah, Rude Boy George is just fun in general. Exactly. And, I mean, it helps that they do all, like, 80s cover songs, so. Well, I mean, like, the vast majority of 80s songs are, are almost ska already. Just so by it's default, not too yeah. Hard to like transition them straight over. True, they already have that kind of beat. Especially, you know what I mean? especially if it's like a new wave song because they got that keyboard and stuff in it. And a lot of them already had brass. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like the new wave part of the '80s scene, like like the, the, they they're almost already Scott, no matter what you're listening to. Just about. Um, you know, like obviously, like if you're listening to Wasp, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but Twisted Sister, you could transition to Ska. You could, actually. You probably could. So, what the hell do we wrap it up with? Beta 7 with the song Charlie. That was a good tune. I actually like, enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah, I was uh, not familiar with them either, so that's pretty well, pretty new for me as well. Yeah, that was new to me. I, I'm not familiar with that band. Um, so while we were listening to that, were you able to come up with a Ska or reggae band that jumped the shark for you? Hmm. Because I really had a hard time. I was thinking about really a lot, and I was like, I, I can't think of one. You know, I'm I'm having a hard time as well because like some of them wandered off, but then they came back. Right, like Jimmy Cliff had like a really terrible album in the '80s. Right, but then he had that really really good one like recently. You know what I mean? So like, well, recently within the past few years, um, and like everything else was great. So like, you know, one bad, bad album. Like I'm thinking of like something where like they just went off the rails and it's like, man, I don't know what this band was thinking. And like I have a really hard time with that because like even Madness, who like kind of like strayed away from Sky a lot, still so much fun. Absolutely. Right? Like maybe uh and this isn't even a good one, but like the Suicide Machines, they did like Destruction by Definition, which kind of defined them. And yeah. that that was a good album, and the next album was really good. And then after that they see but they didn't get bad. They get they got harder. You know, like they, they went from being more ska punk to being more punk or punk slash hardcore. But the last album they put out was just completely killer. So, again, it's a bad example, but I mean, it, it just uh, it was a deviance, I guess. Right. So, like, if you were super into the more ska sound and stuff, you might be upset about it. But ironically, like Mighty Mighty Boss Tones actually got more ska the longer they went on. Exactly. Which I always found it because they got older. Like, we can't do this hardcore stuff anymore. The ska core stuff um, to me. I, the only one I could think of, and this is 100% subjective, take it with a grain of salt, because I know it's going to upset some people. Remember the band, the Orange County Supertones? Oh, yeah. OC Supertones, yep. Right? They were always a kind of a Christian-y band. Yeah. Lots of Jesus-y stuff going on there. But the first few albums were, like, fun, even if they were super, like, religious at times. And then, like, at a certain point, like, the religion got real dark. And, like, it took the fun out of it for me. Because I used to listen to them on occasion. And then, like, they released an album that was just, like, super, like, like, you know, like, just real, really, really dark, religiously, like, morbid and dour. <laughs> and Scow's not dour. No. Right? Like, if, if you're going to be dour, go 
go play goth or something like so like that that was a band that like i i that's one i think that went off the rails because they just got more into the religious aspect of their their whole thing instead of the music aspect of it to me yeah i could see where that might happen yeah yeah i can't um I can't. I, I really have a difficult time thinking about it. Yeah. There's not too many ska bands that, or reggae bands that I think have really strayed too far from the path. You know, even if they're being more artistically creative, they, they're still usually within the the genre. Like, I can't think of too many. I've, I've, I've known ones that have gotten lazy where they just, <laughs> like, release an album that's, like, 95% like old songs with one new song. Right. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's, there's stuff like that. But, like, you know, I, I don't know anyone who's, like, like went from ska to be like, you know, we're just going to do like German techno now. Right. <laughs> I mean, there could be, I'm not sure, but like usually people kind of stick with like the genre and like try, if they expand, like the slackers have done like, you know, some like, you know, pretty good songs that like stretch the boundaries of the genre. Right. And start moving more into like, even stuff that sounds like kind of like the Beatles a little bit on that, the, the album they list released a few years ago. Is that um, peculiar? I don't remember the name of the album. It had like the blue chick on the front. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, there was a song on there. It was very Beatle esque. Um, but like you know, like they didn't change their entire like genre. They they had like a couple songs that stretched things. Right. And I'm okay with that. Like I don't mind when people stretch things. And I, honestly, I don't actually. Sometimes I don't care if someone changes their genre completely either. It might be jarring at first. Um, do you like the band Blitz at all, Phil? Yeah, yeah. All right, so like they released an album called Second Empire Justice. Right. Have you ever listened to it? It is not oi <laughs> at all. It is basically like this gothic, like dark wave, like completely not like it's so different. Like it, it sounds like 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 a very morbid Depeche Mode almost. Oh boy. Right. And the first time I heard it, I was like. I did that. Yeah, I've definitely not heard. I listened to it again, and I was like, you know, it's actually really good. Like, it's not what like I would expect from this band, and it's not like definitely. I'm sure a lot of their fans hated it, but like in retrospect, I look back on like that's actually a really good album. And the ironic thing, it was the two skins from the band who did it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've not heard that. Absolutely for 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 not. <laughs> I'd, I'd remember yeah. that. No, I, I you should definitely revisit it after this. Um, we're done with this. It's real interesting. Um, you have to be obviously have a little open mind and discard everything you ever knew about Blitz because it's so different. It's it's. I mean, like you you basically moving from like Oi to Goth. I can I can do that though. I can do that pretty easily. So. Right, but like if you're buying a Blitz album and you think you're going to hear Oi, you hear goth music, it's probably going to piss you off. Oh yeah, kind of kind of like my first gaff with Simra. Right, exactly, exactly. Because you expected one thing and you got something else, you know? Like, yep. Yeah. Kind of like uh, when Bad Religion did their second album. Oh yeah, we've talked about that one before. It's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. I tried. I, I really tried to be an open mind person with that one, and it's just garbage. <laughs> Oh, well, I guess everybody's allowed their missteps as long as you uh, find yourself back on a crazy train eventually. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, like, I don't, I, you know, that's the thing. Like, like, you don't grow as a person or an artist if you don't try. Absolutely. I, I guess it's the same as a person, too. You know, if you don't, uh, if you don't make missteps, you don't learn what's uh, working for you and what isn't. Right. Like, you know, the only way you learn is by doing. And if you're not doing, like, you're never going to learn. You're never going to advance. That's right. So, you know, do. Go out there. 
take a risk. You might fall on your face. You know, you might have to retreat a little bit and restart. That's all right. Maybe you learn something in the process. That's it. But, uh, I guess, I guess we should probably wrap this up, man. Cause, uh, by the time yeah. we get it, get it cleaned up, we'll probably be right at the uh, bucket and a half. So, yeah. So what are we signing off here with Bill? Well, I got, uh, something from our childhood, uh, from a band called Ska J. Name of the album is Venice Goes Ska. Name of the track is The Pink Panther because I used to watch the hell out of that when I was a kid. Oh, yes. Um, both the movies and the cartoon? Yeah, the, the cartoon more so than the movies, but I remember the movies too. Yeah, I used to be disappointed with the movies because I thought the cartoon was starting and then it would turn into the movie. It likewise. And you never saw The Pink <laughs> Panther in the movie. It was always in the cartoon. So. Right, and it was like... Yeah, yeah, it's a whole gimmick, so we won't belabor that point, but everyone who knows, knows. Let's let it rip. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, everybody, until uh, next Sunday, you take care of yourselves, take care of one another, and uh, wash your hands, wear your masks, and do your social distancing thing, because we've got to get this gone so we can get to some shows. Mm-hmm.